Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ed Carson here with a breakdown of the action in today's session. And it is Tuesday, September 12th. Almost forgot the date there, Ed, but who, who could forget the kind of market action that we saw today? It's been a topsy-turvy kind of market as of late around key levels. Yeah, we keep on moving around the 50-day line, uh, went back below it on some of these things. So I want to take a look at Apple, which is not looking great, but definitely was uh, key for today. I uh, also want to take a look at GE and Next Tracker. Well, let's do it. But first, let's take a look at those major indexes today. The Nasdaq down 1%, followed by the S&P 500 down six-tenths of a percent. The Dow was slightly negative on the day, and it looks like the Russell 2000 closed essentially flat on the session. So one day after the Nasdaq was able to squeak back above the 50-day line, hit resistance kind of around there, you know, it wasn't a decisive move above the 50 day line by any means. And now back below that level. So it seems like that key moving average remains a battleground. Yeah. I mean, and we're not decisively below it either, though. We're right. down more of it than, than we were above it. Uh, you know, with there were some sort of strange things, why it bumped up yesterday and there was a earnings last night and Oracle's not NASDAQ linked, but it still has an influence on all those tech companies. We had Apple today. We had the CPI report. There's not really a reason uh, why people should get been getting too excited with yesterday's action uh, and shouldn't get too depressed either here. We're sort of in a range. We're still around the 50-day line. When that really breaks, you know, uh, uh, certainly on the downside, if we go below that downside and close below it, that would be really negative. I don't know if we need to go all the way up to the high of the range to feel better, but you probably want to get pretty close to it. You want to be getting about 14,000, I think, and holding that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and until then, you sort of just have to be an open mind and not get stuck into a bearish or bullish mindset. Uh, and, you know, I mean, probably not do a whole lot in terms of new buys while, while this is going on. Right. Uh, and making incremental decisions with exposure in terms of maybe scaling back or or adding, even though, like you said, doesn't seem like there's a, a whole lot, but it could only take a couple days for new setups to develop. So best case scenario, we do see that, but best to let the market and those stocks prove themselves rather than trying to anticipate Okay, let's move on and take a look at the S&P 500. Ed, seems like a similar story here. Yeah, like very similar, just like just smaller scale on the moves. And that's pretty much it. Uh, again, decisive move either way, you know, would be, you know, it really could tell the tale here. Uh, yeah, like there's all sorts of downward sloping, upward sloping, sideways, all sorts of things you can look at. And we just... We need to move above the 50-day line to get more excited, and uh, and we just haven't done that yet. Yeah, and here's a look at the Dow, which hit resistance at the 50-day line today. Let's also take a look at uh, small caps here, Ed, still hovering right around that 200-day uh, line. We'll have to see if that remains a support level, but would really like to see it start picking up momentum again. It's quite a ways below the 50-day line, more than 3%. Yeah, like sort of this week's breath hasn't been terrible. Today was bad, like a little negative. Yesterday was a little positive. But just like the small caps, it didn't make up. It's not making up for last week's negativity, uh, you know, in that regard. Mm -hmm. And here's a look at the 10-year yield. We look at this pretty much every day. 
uh, coming off a little bit, but kind of hovering in a recent area and still pretty close to the highs from this year reached in mid to late August. Yeah, I mean, uh, this looks a fair amount like the stock indexes, honestly, with sort of forming a handle, sort of in these ranges. Uh, whichever way this breaks, you might see them, the rest of the market, the stock market break the other way. Mm-hmm. And a few quick ETFs to check in on. Here's a look at XLE, which tracks the energy sector. A nice day of outperformance, up 2.3% with some volume. So it seems like a little bit of volatility coming into this as of late. Yesterday's decline uh, down 1.3%, up 2.3% today. But hey, it's it's up. It's to the upside. So a little bit of volatility here and still... Uh, Trading above that 10-day line doesn't seem like it would shake out too many traders who got in at the right time. Yeah, with, and it's uh, been riding the 20. Yeah, been riding the 21-day line for basically two months plus. Uh, this is sort of the one area where you could have been like successfully adding and not having real trouble, all in all. But a lot of them are extended now. That's that's one thing. So you might want to need to be watching the sector, looking to, for chances to get into or add to positions. Mm-hmm. And Quick check-in on software and chips. So with the disappointing Oracle reaction, IGV down 2.9%. And we had been saying it was so notable how this sector was holding up really, really well, taking a bit of a hit today. Uh, So money flowing out of this area, but all is not lost just yet. Maybe we just uh, need some of these stocks to consolidate for a little bit and form handles yeah that that could be what we get and adobe earnings uh will be interesting thursday night uh sort of raises the stakes for adobe that you wouldn't want to see that one have negative results but uh yeah this this one has performed very well so while today's drop wasn't fun it it, this is really acting pretty well yeah let's see if we can hold that 21 day or the 50 day if if there is a further deterioration there, but a lot depends on Adobe, as you said. And here's a look at SMH, which tracks the chips down about eight tenths of a percent today and stuck below that 50-day line for now. Yeah. See, this did not get above the 50-day line. And you'd like to see that come back, uh, you know, to, to really feel better about even just a tech rally, let alone a broader rally. So need to see that it's not, again, not all is not lost. It's just in the middle of this range, one good day, and we are above the 50-day line. It's just that we're not seeing a lot of big flashing green lights right now with the market. Mm-hmm. I mean, this sector had a really nice move, along with the software, from about mid-May to mid to late July. So taking a, a bit of a rest here we'll have to see, like you said, if it breaks one way or another. And now let's take a look at some stocks. Here's a look at Apple, which had its iPhone 15 event today with some other announcements as well, down 1.8% in an uptick in volume. It's still holding in a base here. Talk about a strong and steady move earlier in the year. Apple really was just on a nice climb, but this current base structure, Ed, isn't too pretty. No, it isn't. There's a few things. One, the volume is picked up and a lot of, there's a lot of negative bars there. Uh, the relative strength line, well, okay, the stock hasn't hit a new low, but the RS line, that's a six-month low. 
that's been trending lower. So that is not been doing well uh, lately. Uh, you know, and you just look at the fundamentals. It's like you're not going to be as forgiving. You might where you might see where's the upside on this. Why would you you know if the technicals aren't looking good and now you look at those fundamentals, they're just not amazing. I'm not you know, it's not terrible, mm -hmm. but, you know, there's no growth here. So uh, there just seemed like even among large cap, slow growth companies, there's better looking charts and better looking fundamentals than Apple right now. Uh, so, and this is, this was a weight on the Dow, S&P and NASDAQ today for sure. And, and last week. Yeah. Makes a ton of sense there, Ed. Next on the list, let's take a look at GE. Nice RS line blue dot on this weekly chart here so far for the week two sessions in, it's on pace for a nearly 3% gain. Taking a closer look at the daily chart, it did come in a bit by sessions close, closed right around 115, just shy of early entries here. So flirting with an early entry within this really tight and orderly flat base. Yeah, you probably could have bought if you had a downward sloping trend line or just use the bounce off the 50-day line. Though at this point, you so if you if you haven't bought it now, it seems like well you might as well just wait for that you know eighty five cents. You're not exactly waiting too long at that point. Uh, this is nice action. It's the first base since January. We've been talking about it lately. Uh, really tight action here in general. The RS line at a new high. Uh, another thing is uh, I, this one is benefiting almost certainly from RTX. RTX, uh, which has the Pratt and Whitney unit, its jet engines. They're going to have to take a bunch offline, Dubai, it's going to be very expensive. So, you know, I don't know how the, if it'll really help GE's jet engine business over time. It certainly seems to be helping that GE in that regard because RTX has just been in meltdown. And I think that's probably one reason why GE has had a pretty decent week here so far. You can see how badly that is. And even the drop a couple months before that was related to jet, the jet engine issue. So when your main rival is, is struggling, uh, that's uh, really good news, especially as GE is moving towards becoming a pure play in aerospace. Uh, it's always great when your rival is, is having a little bit of trouble there. Yeah, exactly. And last on the list, let's take a look at NXT. This is Next Tracker, a young name in the Energy Solar Group working on a new base here. And it does seem like after today, Ed, this is a proper handle here. Yeah, I think so. Or, you know, it might be one more day because I guess that's, is that one, two, three? Oh, no, that is five. So for me, I thought I had counted it earlier. And I think it's like, why, <laughs> yeah. why am I getting, why is it not yeah. counting? Up? Come on, I can count to five, can't I? Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Maybe it's, you on, know, so it's, got yep, that it's on the weekly. It was already there on a weekly and it seems to be trading relatively tightly. Uh, you know, this base is not too bad for a recent IPO and especially given some of the volatility in the market. Uh, the downside is that solar stocks have been doing terrible. Some of that's on the residential side when you're looking at an end phase or a sun run. Uh, and Array Technologies, that one's looking pretty good. That one's a little more volatile, but that's in a similar space. They both have sort of tracking ground control systems, sort of move, move the panels with the sun to maximize the benefits. Uh, but, you know, Ray's had some more volatility. Next Tracker seems, oddly enough, to be relatively, uh, you know, nice looking base. Uh, so, and it's not as far away from its 50-day line. Definitely it's one to watch, but yeah, the group is not doing well. Uh, and, uh, but, I, I, you know, the growth is really strong on this one as well. Mm -hmm. And it looks like we're not going to have earnings be an issue 
for this one for a little while because we got the the last report in late July. So I'm not sure if this is the exact earnings date here in the bottom late November, but uh, doesn't seem like we're going to get earnings for the for the next little while at least. But 45 seems like the the next potential resistance level to keep an eye out for Ed. Yeah, and the high energy prices for oil is probably and you know lifting other things that's probably a benefit for solar you know just it, it makes solar stocks look good in comparison all you know and so that's probably something that's all also lifting up next tracker great thank you ed and thanks everyone for tuning in we will be back with more tomorrow morning on ibd live and we hope you join us investors.com slash ibd live for all the details on that we will see you there and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close